Hello, everyone, and welcome to Authentic Conversation. I am Amarelis. Good morning. I'm Susan. Hello, hello. How are you, Susan? I'm good. Maybe it's afternoon when you're listening. So, well, good afternoon, or maybe good evening. Good but evening. I'm great. I'm great. How about you, Amarelis? Oh, I'm great. Yes. For us right now, it's morning time, and we love chatting in the morning more than in the evening. It's just this amazing rhythm and energy, which is what we're talking about today. <laughs> Start your day with the right things and you see all the right things fall into place. That's just what it is. It's, you know, it's how you start. It's how you set yourself up for success. Yeah. So if it's your first time with us, welcome to Authentic Conversation. Um, on this podcast and YouTube channel, we like to come back to aligning ourselves, centering ourselves, being the best authentic self that we can. And by doing that is by having conversations, reminding ourselves. So um, one of the other things that we do as our toolbox is our meditations, which happens every Thursday night at eight o'clock. And if you are not part of our mailing list, put it in the comments. We'll send you the link. It's completely free. And Susan guides us through this amazing process of 30 minutes coming back to our breath. I need to do that because I get super excited when we're talking to you guys. So today we are, we have been for the past 12 weeks discussing the law of the universe. We have law number 11 and then one more. That's going to be the process of this. So they're all recorded. They all have a guided meditation. You can do it however you feel like doing it. So welcome. We are getting in the rhythm. So if you haven't noticed by now, Amaryllis has said the word rhythm like eh, five times. So the 11th law of the universe is the law of rhythm. The law of rhythm. And, you know, when we think about the word rhythm, you know, we think about music. We think about the beat. We think about um, you know the, the the vibration or the connection to the rhythm of the music because you know we think music is auditory, but really it's not. It's energetic. And what happens when you listen to music? Your vibrational level in your body changes. So the type of music that you listen to can help you with the um, regulating the emotions with how you're feeling. So, so it's kind of cool, you know, like when you're feeling really sappy and sad, you just want to listen to the stuff that allows you to cry. That's awesome because that's just paying attention to your body and what it needs. And when your favorite tune comes on on the radio and you're like, ah, you know, it's uplifts the energy. And remember, there's no wrong place for your energy. Your energy needs to go where it needs to go in order to take care of what it needs to take care of. Um, yeah, the law of rhythm is so much more than music, though, but it's just a nice example. I love that. I go to music when I'm cleaning, when I'm feeling a little bit like, uh, and sometimes, I like to turn on the radio and just see what song comes on. Cause sometimes I feel like they're like a little bit of a message. 
there's always something in the lyrics you know the we get exactly what we need we get the messages we need we get the reminders it's really reminders so it's not even so much that we need something it's just that we might have forgotten something and there's a you know there's a, a part in a song or there's a billboard or there is something that someone says on repeat um, that just brings you back there and you're like that's what I needed to remember in order to best navigate this moment so yeah yeah you know the rhythm the the background music the beat but if we even take a broader view or broader vantage point of rhythm right uh, the moon cycles mm. are a rhythm because it's a continuum repeat cycle that we can count on you know that we become familiar with so you know rhythm uh, circadian rhythm you you know circadian rhythm your sleep patterns you know how does your body know about sleep and wake you don't tell it it just knows you know, when you're hungry is part of the rhythm and part of the pattern. Now, the other part is that we need to pay attention to is if we are, so we use food as an example, you know, if, if we're using the comforts of food outside of the natural rhythm or outside of its intended uses, you know, which is to nourish the body. So it's about paying attention at a deeper level on what you're fueling your body with or what you're nourishing your body with um, in order to not abuse the privilege of eating, you know, or, you know, to satisfy emotional needs by, you know, using food because food satiates the body, you know, it, it makes you feel full and comfortable also the rhythm of slowing down. I, for myself, as an example, am the one who has 10 things happening in her calendar in one day. And I've had to constantly remind myself, it's okay to do nothing, or it's okay to do just two things for the day and get them done and accomplished and finished. Um, because I feel like my rhythm when I'm moving a lot, and I know, that movement for me, the fact of socializing, the fact of being out and about energizes me. But sometimes I can deplete myself because I'm not, not watching how much of it I'm doing. And then when I realize my body's constantly asking me to sleep longer or stay in bed or kind of like don't want to be around people, I used to get very panicky, which we talked about with our, our shadow work, right? Like, ooh, what does this mean that I don't want to be around people? What's going on with me? Am I depressed? Am I not happy? And then realizing that, no, these are the ways that you can connect to source and just slowing down and being in that moment, giving your body the rhythm that it needs of slowing down and being in one space. 
Yeah. So it's a, it's a balance. It's a give and take. I mean, the pause is equally as important as the purpose, right? So we want to get things done. We're in a society or in a, you know, a, a current life cycle where more is better. And that's not always true. You know, sometimes, you know, giving yourself the balance of uh, regenerating so that you can give your all to the things that are most important and take care of stuff in such a way that that it, um, you know, you see it through to completion. It's not half done or half whatever, uh, you know. So the the pause is equally as important on your way to the purpose because you have to be able to be reflective and introspective on what's happening. And there's more about that next week, which is cool because they all tie in. And there, you know, we talked about the shadow work last week, you know, the, the, you know, the, the darkness and not rushing through things in order to avoid feeling them. You know, we have to take that pause and, and be aware of what it is that we're feeling in the direction that we're going so that we can align ourselves alignment with, you know, or align our energy with that which is most important to us. And self-care is huge on that spectrum. So one way that I do my rhythms um, is definitely in the morning. I try my best. I'm not gonna lie here, my phone is really around me a lot, but I do try to be very conscious of when I have it with me and what am I doing with it? Because it is part of our world, right? So I've come to terms with that to terms that when am I going to go on Facebook or Instagram and how much am I going to go there and what do I look at um with all self-respect I like I will follow some people because I want to see what they're doing and others I won't and I'll still be your friend but I want to kind of like what comes up on my screen also kind of makes my mood for the day which another conversation we'll have about being an empath so if I see stuff I know myself a lot where I'm like, oh, I'm not in the mood to see something that's too dramatic or too sad. Or So I, I do make sure that in the morning I spend some time quietly and I also love to uh, meditate, whether it's with Susan's meditation or another meditation that I already follow in the same way when I end my day. Um, my kids already know when my headset is in my ears, I'm winding down for the day. They like to wind down with Scooby-Doo. I like to meditate. <laughs> I love it because, you know, for them, Scooby-Doo is meditation. It's just, you know, mindless watching and, and humor and entertainment. And, you know, sometimes we can find that in our own head. You know, we can be very entertaining if we stop taking ourselves so seriously. Um, you know, we look at the things that, uh, you know, that we're paying attention to and, you know, kind of um, scale back on the importance of them because things are unfolding and, you know, allowing them to unfold the natural rhythm runs its course. You know, everything returns to its natural state or its natural rhythm. So, you know, when you talk about the frenzied, chaotic kind of thing, your body says, okay, at some point, whew, enough is enough you know, enough is enough. Now you weren't listening to me when I was giving you subtle clues about slowing down. So uh, I'll just put the brakes on, you know, now you're in bed for three days because you weren't listening to the subtle clues 
you know, as, as it was unfolding, you know, as your body was asking for rest or, you know, the releasing of the negativity or the stress or, you know, whatever it is that your body's asking for, you know, I say it all the time, Amaryllis, like if you are not listening to your own body, then your body is not being heard because even the doctors do their best guess at what your body is saying, but only you have the relationship with your body to trust yourself enough to know what you need. Am oh. I really thirsty? Am I really hungry? Am I really unwell? So what comes to my mind is Louise Hayes with her a beautiful book that was gifted to me by the universe because I can't even remember how this ended up in my library. I have tons, just like you, books that you know we follow through our lives. And I love this book that she has. If anybody hasn't followed her or doesn't um, know of her work, um, Louise Hayes, we'll put it on our notes for the show. She has this beautiful book called You Can Heal Yourself. Yes. And when I, I come from a family where organic teas, um, old school remedies, um, except for Vicks. I don't know where Vicks comes in in the old school remedies, but my God. Uh, <laughs> old school now. It is old school now. <laughs> oh gosh, we got to have Vicks in our house and icy hot. <laughs> but um, the fact that you can heal yourself. And if you have this book, you'll remember that you can look up what it is that you have and where is it coming from or what is the, the energy that you're blocking and of course then we're talking about our chakra energy which is another conversation susan what do you think about this book i love louise hay um you know may she rest she's she's passed but i'm but her work is still you know um resonating you know millions of people's lives the every dis-ease or discomfort causes dis-ease, right? So everything that's happening in our body is really a physical manifestation of something that we're holding on to or something that is keeping us stuck or keeping us unwell or keeping us away from wellness, which would be illness. Um, you know, so a lot of the things are um, managing your own lifestyle, managing your stress levels, managing because if something is not being paid attention to, then your body starts to show you. So, so we have trouble seeing these things from a perspective of like, I can't see it or put my finger on it, but when it starts to manifest itself in my wrist or in my shoulder or in my knee or in my belly or in my head or in my heart, you know, then it feels more tangible. So we're ignoring the subtle clues about healing the emotional wounds. And when we ignore the subtle clues about healing the emotional wounds, then they actually have to manifest themselves in a physical way so that we slow down and take care of it. That's how I feel about that book. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's all about, you know, our, our body. I'm the type, like I said, I'm always running around. And when I get a cold, I get a cold. Like I am done for a week. Um, and, and just so 
it's not me because it doesn't happen all the time because I do most of the time try to be on top of my body and myself and I'm not the best I I give this credit to my partner my husband who has taught me about eating healthy and you know making sure that I eat because I have such a bad habit I will have coffee go through the day and then realize when I'm cranky and about to pass out or I'm screaming at people that I'm hangry and having the support we always talk about our support team right who's supporting you and who's reminding you of and, and putting a mirror to your face so remember we always if you don't like somebody's attitude or something about that person mostly because it's something inside of you that you don't like and my partner is great at always reminding me like did you eat today so he's, you know, I had to come to terms one day because I was getting very upset about it. Like I was just like getting like, why are you monitoring or telling me what to eat or what to do? Because that's, I don't like that. And I said, you know something? You're right. I'm horrible at this. I don't know where this is coming from, but I need help. Can you make me a schedule? Can you tell me what to eat? Like, just put it like, tell me what to eat. I had to come to those terms because I will be the one that goes to McDonald's every day. My kids know when it's my turn to feed them. They're like, can we have Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast? I'm like, yeah. And a little of that is okay. But let's talk, let's bring it back to rhythm for a second because we really are talking about the universal law of rhythm and this is all ties in. It's all interrelated because everything is interrelated. Mm -hmm. I mean, we start to have that awareness and we notice that. Um, but you are pushing beyond your natural rhythm, right? So you are go, 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 go. And you have that awareness and, and there are times where you will scale it back, but you also are relying on your body to put the brakes on, you know? So when you push the envelope too far, so it really comes back to finding the balance. We know that movement creates energy, right? So if you want more energy, you're not going to get more energetic by sitting on the couch or laying in bed, right? Your body's going to decompress or, you know, move into that slower mode. So what happens is though, there are people who stay in bed all day and have no momentum or no impetus to get up and do things, right? But the opposite of that is the person who goes, 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 doesn't slow down, you know, equally at risk for unwellness, equally at risk for unwellness. So it's about finding the balance. And, you know, you're right, Amaryllis, when you started, you said, I have to be okay with getting two things done well today. And that's it. I might start three other things, but I have to get two things done well guess who gets to choose what two things? You. You get to prioritize what's most important. Now, if we have jobs, right, getting up and going to work might take the priority over something we would choose to do, but we understand that the reward for going to work is compensation, and compensation is one of those laws, but compensation is what allows us to have the opportunity to do the things that we love. So it's balance it's balance, but you're choosing to prioritize your day. 
you know, so that that few minutes in the morning, setting the tone, setting the standard for the day, you know, recognizing what you would, what you wish to achieve, and then being okay with what you get done. Being okay with what you get done, because the more okay you are with yourself inside of yourself, the more okay or well your physical body is. Yeah. And then we throw in all the laws, right? The more you're okay, the more you're, you're happy with yourself and your energy. You feel your cup. You can feel the cup of others. You smile at some stranger. You have a conversation with somebody and make their day and connect. You know, sometimes we don't know what people are going through. And that little connection that we have with them can make their day as just even as a smile, as letting go. Even when you let someone cut you or come into the lane while you know they're coming out of the gas station and you're the one that stops I'm always aware of that how people like wave at you or like so relieved and I remember when I'm on that side where it's like come on guys I too want to join the party let me in those little things it doesn't even have to be so big that we think we can help each other or I'm gonna help the world healing yourself connects us back to our oneness and it does back. help the world. And it does help the world. Yes, you know, it does. Kinder and gentler. And when you are kinder and gentler, the people around you recognize kinder and gentler. And maybe they become kinder and gentler. And, you know, it has this wonderful ripple effect. Well, that's the law of oneness. We're all in it together. We're all in it together. Then you have a law of vibration and you have a law of manifestation and what you manifest in your vibration. So this is all coming together at the same time. All of them connect. They sure do. And there's no, you know, right or wrong way to navigate. You can pick up wherever you want. You can notice what, you know, what universal law resonates most with you and make that your starting point. You know, it's not, you know, it's not in order of importance. It's not in order of achievement. It is just simply there. And if you look around in nature, you see it, you know, you see the way nature harmonizes, you know, you see the way things come together and rally when there's a need or when there's something happening, you know, you see the, the, the altruistic, you know, genuine, um, caring environment that we live in, you know, that we get away from that we forget. So the rhythm is your body's natural state. You know, it's the state of allowing. It's the state of being, you know, we're human beings, we're not human doings. Human beings, which means that I'm here. And when I am inspired to move, I move. And when I'm inspired to pause, I pause. And when I'm inspired to speak and my words can contribute, then I'll speak. And when I'm inspired to move and the movement is positive or, or creates, then I move. We don't have to speak and move for the sake of speaking and moving unless we're improving on something. Yeah. yeah. Thank you everyone. Thank you, Susan, for the time.
the conversation. It always makes my day uh, so amazing. So I really enjoy it. Well, thank you, Amaryllis. The pleasure is all mine. And uh, until we get to that last law next week, I'll be looking forward to it. All right, guys, tune in, hit that bell notification. I don't say this enough, but I think you all are YouTubers, you know what to do. So, you know, it does help us get the word out, tell your friends and uh, join us on Instagram and join us on Thursday night. Have a good one. Bye-bye.